You're listening to the Vadi Longmuir podcast, episode number 76. Welcome to the Vadi Longmuir podcast. This weekly show offers a fresh take on the elusive work-life balance, so you can finally stop feeling like you're failing at both. I share the concepts and strategies I've taught hundreds of ambitious but busy women over the years as a life and business coach to create less chaos and stress and more calm and fun so you can take your life from good to great starting now. Hi guys, it's Barry here. Welcome to this week's episode. How is your week going? I hope it is going well. Last week, I held a brand new class called Seven Extra Hours, and I had so much fun teaching this class, I have to say. Um, As I said, it was a brand new class. It was the first time I was teaching it, and there were a few different sessions um, to suit all of you guys with different schedules and in different time zones and different parts of the world. Um, And I had so many really great conversations after the class. So for those of you who were in the class, um, there was an opportunity for those of you who attended to have a free session with me to help you find those seven extra hours in your week. So for all the people who applied, thank you so much for your applications. It was so lovely to go through them all after class. And in the conversations that I had um, with those applicants who were successful, there was this common theme that came up and I wanted to talk about that today. So it's this idea of the monotony of our days. So many people were really finding themselves in a place where they didn't have enough time to get everything done that needed to be done. So the time that was required for them to complete all that needed to be completed in their business, for the time that they needed to spend with their family, with kids' activities, and to fit in exercise and meditation and grocery shopping and cooking and time with their partner and enough sleep, all of the things, right? And so trying to squeeze everything in, there was just this real sense of low energy, this lack of enthusiasm, this lack of inspiration that every day and every week felt like this kind of hamster wheel, right? And everyone was telling me how they were just trying to get through the to-do list, right? Get through the list, tick all the things off by the end of the day, but then all that waited for them the next day was more of the same, right? The list might look slightly different there may be a few different activities on there and um, but the energy was the same the feeling was the same of this endless monotony right and this may be on a daily basis or it may be on a weekly basis right your your weeks may have a rhythm where you might have a few busy days and a few less busy days but essentially it's more of the same And that's what I found with people that I had these calls with, was that they were looking for these seven extra hours that we absolutely can find for them. But with the hours that they were recovering, with these seven extra hours, without a plan, all they were going to be doing was squeezing in more of the same, right? So there wasn't actually a change in how they were feeling about how they were spending their time. There wasn't a shift in energy. It was just simply being more efficient with the time, getting more things crossed off the list, right? 
I know this is really true for me and it's something that comes up time and time again and I really need to catch myself and I need to do some coaching with myself and also coaching with my own coach around this because it's something that is so easy to default into. This idea of living for the weekends, right? We see so many posts on social media about you know, how excited people are that it's Friday and that it's the weekend and, you know, um, you know, Friday night drinks and, and and going out on a Saturday, which is all good and well. But we don't want to be living our weeks just solely for the weekend, right? We don't want to be grinding our way through the Monday to Friday to then squeeze in as much as we can to the weekends and then go back to the grind on the Monday, Right. You know, this living for the weekend or living for the end of the school term or living for the holidays or living for that five day trip that we're taking in two months time, right? We get so caught up in those things out in the future that we place so much more importance on them. But what it actually does is rob us from the present moment that we're in, right? We can't be fully awake, be fully present in our days because we have this sense of getting through in order to do the more fun thing down the track, right? But do we actually want to spend our life that way? Do we want to spend our days simply looking forward to something that's down the track, right? This this small little sliver of time. I know for me that I want to be able to enjoy my days as I'm living them. As Robin Sharma says, our days are our life in miniature, right? So we need to be able to cultivate really great days in order to create that life, right? We don't want to just be living for the weekend or just be living for that week's holiday that we get to go on a couple of times a year, right? We want to be able to bring that sense of joy, that sense of adventure, that sense of spontaneity and fun to our every day, to our every week, not just those special moments that we have in our calendar throughout the year. And so that's what I want to talk about in this week's episode. I want to talk about this idea of scheduled spontaneity. Now, I know that seems really counterintuitive, right? We imagine spontaneity to be this thing um, that is completely unplanned, right? Completely unscheduled. But that isn't actually how it works. We need to plan for the spontaneity, all right? Otherwise, it does not get a place on our calendar. It does not get a spot on that to-do list because there will always be more things to do right? Think about it as if you were traveling and you were planning that trip, right? Perhaps you were going on a five-day trip two months from now, right? If there were things that you wanted to experience on that trip, perhaps there were places you wanted to visit or restaurants you wanted to go to or museums that you wanted to see, right? You would have to have some sort of plan in place in order to be able to do the things you wanted to do right? And so the same is true of spontaneity. We actually need to make a plan to allow us to be available for that sense of spontaneity. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you will know that I am a huge advocate for living by our calendars. So I look at my calendar as my boss, as my personal assistant, right? As my personal concierge, 
right? And so this was not always the case for me. Absolutely not. I was so resistant to using my calendar, to scheduling my life in the way that I do now. And the reason for this was that living by my calendar felt really restrictive. As someone who is creative, it felt the opposite of creative for me. It felt like there was no space for adventure, no space for spontaneity, right? I wanted to be able to work when I was inspired and have that freedom to take time off and go to the beach or go for that extra long run if I wanted to. And so living by my calendar felt like the opposite of what I wanted to create. It felt like the opposite of freedom for me. The thought that I had about living by my calendar, the belief that I had really practiced was this idea that living by my calendar is boring. This is the story that I told myself. This is the belief I had. And a belief is simply a thought that we are in the habit of thinking. It's just a practice thought. And so this belief, living by my calendar is boring. The emotion that came from that, the way that I felt when I thought this, when I believed this to be true, was that it felt really restrictive. And when I felt that sense of restriction, what I actually did was I would rebel. I wouldn't follow the calendar, right? I would act out like some rebellious teenager against the calendar, right? I would blame the calendar for feeling restrictive. And I would operate from this place of blaming everything external, blaming everything outside of me for me feeling restrictive, right? And so the result was that I would give in to these instant gratifications. I would not show up and do what it said on the calendar and instead choose something different. If the calendar said that I had to spend an hour researching um, a particular thing for a particular project that I was working on and I decided not to do that and instead I decided to rearrange the pantry or go for that run or lie on the couch or watch Netflix or whatever it may be, I would give in to that instant gratification and all that would result in was me staying stuck, right? It would keep me in this repetitive cycle. That's the reason I was feeling bored, right? That thought that living by my calendar is boring when I pushed against that, when I believed that that was restrictive, I actually created a really boring life because I wasn't actually moving towards anything. I was simply just repeating those old patterns and staying stuck. That's where that sense of monotony came from. Now, living by my calendar was not what was making me feel restrictive. It's because I believed that it was restrictive to live by my calendar, right? Living by my calendar is completely neutral, right? It's neither good nor bad. But what had me feeling that sense of restriction was because I believed it was boring, right? It's not actually the calendar in and of itself, which is so fascinating, right? The only reason we feel how we feel is because of the thoughts we choose to think, because of those beliefs we have, because of those practiced thoughts, My story was that if I micromanaged my time, then I wouldn't be creative, right? And I would have this sense of predictability about my life. One of the questions that my coach asked me around this was, what's wrong with predictability? What I realized was I was making predictability mean boring. 
I was making predictability mean that my life was not creative, that I had no freedom in my life. But what if I chose to look at predictability as a good thing? What if my schedule being predictable actually created this sense of momentum, created this sense of certainty, created this really beautiful peace of mind? Here's what I see all the time. People use their calendars against themselves. They use it for all these heavy things that they feel like they need to do. They use it for the things that they don't actually want to do, but they feel obliged to do. All the day-to-day appointments go in there, all the things that they feel that they need to do, all those responsibilities, but there's actually no fun injected into their calendar. There's no playfulness. There's no creativity, right? We use it just as a tool to justify our busyness because we can look at our calendar and we can justify to ourselves and to the people around us who will listen that, of course, we don't have any time for the fun stuff because we're so endlessly busy, right? We're using our calendars against ourselves. But think about it. How could you think about your calendar? If you chose to look at your calendar as something that was beautifully predictive, right? Something that created this beautiful sense of predictability to allow you more spontaneity, to allow you more freedom and more free time. What might that look like for you? One of the things that I do with my private coaching clients is that before they schedule any of their work tasks, any of the things that they need to work on in their business, I get them to schedule their free time first, all right? I get them to schedule in the spontaneity. So we can block out time in our calendar that allows us to be spontaneous. I'll give you an example from my own life that was just last week. I had blocked out my entire Friday to be completely me time. So if you look at my calendar, you will see that it is blocked out from nine o'clock until four o'clock and it's completely purple and it just says very time. And so I blocked this out at the start of the week because I knew with teaching the new class and with all the calls I would have after the class and my usual client calls, I knew that it was going to be a full work week for me from the Monday until the Thursday. So at the start of the week, I blocked out the Friday completely. What I was going to do on this whole day that I had to myself, I had no plans for, right? So I hadn't blocked out my day hour by hour or half hour by half hour of exactly what I was going to do. But I blocked out the whole day until my kids were done with school to do whatever I wanted to do. So what that looked like for me was I had an extra long meditation in the morning. I took the dog for a walk. I did this really beautiful, long movement session that my body just really craved um, because I had spent a lot of time at the desk, a lot of time online. So I did this beautiful movement class instead of going for the long run that I perhaps could have done if I'd scheduled it ahead of time. I met a friend for brunch. I then went for a massage after the brunch because, again, I had spent a lot of time sitting. I had this niggly shoulder thing going on. So I went for an hour's massage. I then came home. My boys came home from school. We ate dinner. 
we went to the beach for an hour after dinner and then we came home and we just hung out on the couch in our pajamas and ate some snacks and watched the movie before we went to bed all right now that whole day was completely unplanned other than the time that I had arranged with my friend to meet for brunch which is kind of essential right <laughs> there are elements of things that we need to actually schedule um other than that one time that 11 o'clock brunch everything else was completely unscheduled. There was no end time to the brunch because I wanted to be completely available for whatever was going to unfold within that block of time that I had set aside for the spontaneity. I hadn't booked in the massage. I was just going to go into the place and if they could take me, they could take me. If not, I would go another time and find something else to do. So it's allowing those synchronicities, allowing the day to flow. And that's what we have the opportunity to do when we block out time to be spontaneous, when we schedule in that spontaneity. Now, I was presented with a situation that could have pulled me off track. So at the end of the day on Thursday, I had checked my email before I logged off for the day and I had an email from one of my coaching clients on the Thursday. Now, there was the temptation for me to just quickly reply to the email there and then, right? Or to reply to the email on the Friday morning, all right? But I had made the commitment to myself that that Friday was a complete day off for me. It was going to be completely offline. Now that urge to reply straight away or the urge on the Friday morning after I had dropped the boys at school, the urge to just log on just for five minutes to reply, it was there, right? It was it was definitely present, but I had to allow that urge to be there and to not act on it, but rather to align myself with what was on my calendar, to align myself what I had decided I was going to do at the start of the week. Right, to have my own back, to follow through with doing what I said I was going to do. Now, we often think that applies to the actions and the tasks, right? We're someone who does what he says they're going to do. They're someone who replies immediately to the client emails or someone who, you know, is always there for a friend in an emergency, right? We often think that to have for our own back 100% of the time means that we're always in doing mode. But where the work is, is can you have your own back when you have decided to give yourself the day off? That's where the work is, right? Because it's all too easy to let that go, to let that slide, to sacrifice those appointments we have with ourselves for other people, right? Now, this is a really beautiful opportunity for me to really walk the walk, right? To practice what I preach, to be the example to my clients of what it is to decide how you're going to spend your week, to decide when you're going to be available and not available, and to stick to it, to have our own back, to follow through with that plan that we make for ourselves. All right, so I am not immune to this. This happens to me all of the time. But it's allowing myself to pause in those moments and to make that decision. Am I going to give in to that urge to do the thing or am I going to follow my calendar? Am I going to honor what I decided I was going to do at the start of the week? Am I going to honor that free time off? The thing is, living by your calendar has the potential to be both predictable and spontaneous, right? And that is the sweet spot. 
when we can predict how our week is going to flow, but have these blocks of time carved out to be spontaneous, that's when we get to show up fully in our lives. That's when we can stop living for the weekend, or living for that trip that's two months down the track, and we can start to really enjoy our lives from day to day. All right, we can enjoy that Wednesday because we know that what we have planned in the calendar is what we're going to do. And then we can know that if we have that Friday blocked out to do nothing, we can experience that sense of spontaneity. The belief that I choose to practice, the thought that I choose to think about my calendar is this. My calendar is the perfect tool for me to practice prioritizing spontaneity. When I believe this, when I think this, I have this beautiful feeling of presence. It has me feeling completely unrushed. And when I feel that sense of being unrushed, I get to honor my work and my free time. The truth is there's always going to be more to do, especially when we own our own business. There is no end to the things that we can do. We are inherently creative, so there will always be more ideas. There will always be programs to write, offers to create, products to launch, right? But we need to be able to honor our free time as well, because when we know there will be no end to the doing, We'll never get to that place that we want to get to where we feel like we'll have more free time, where we feel like we'll be happy. But when I choose to believe that my calendar is the perfect tool for me to practice prioritizing spontaneity, I get to show up fully. I get to be fully alive and fully alert in my days rather than chasing after that life that's ahead of me. So ask yourself the question, how can I use my calendar for me, not against me, right? What would your life look like if you committed to living by your calendar? What would it look like for you on a daily basis, on a weekly basis? What would your month look like if you planned out how you were going to spend your time and you scheduled in that spontaneity? What tasks would be on there? What would, where would you block out that time to be spontaneous? What are some things that you could do in that space that's for scheduled spontaneity? Now, I know it can be really hard when our lives feel so jam-packed. They feel so chaotic and out of control with all the things we have to do. It can be really hard to see where there's actually space to create those blocks for scheduled spontaneity. So if you're feeling that way, if you would love to really embrace this concept, but you're struggling with how you can apply it to your own personal schedule, then I would love to have a private session with you. So what I've decided to do is put aside some time over the next few weeks to offer you guys the chance to work with me for free and see how we can apply this concept to your own unique circumstance, right? So if you wanna apply for one of these free sessions, all you have to do is head on over to the website. The link is varylongmuir.com slash apply and fill out the application form there. So tell me as much as you can about what's going on for you and your life at the moment. What's going on with your schedule? What's going on with your work life, with your family life and your personal life? And from there, we'll be able to see where we can carve out these blocks of time for you to schedule in spontaneity. These sessions are a really great way for me to help you edit and organize your schedule so you can really start living and stop chasing after that life that you really want. 
So again, the link if you want to apply for one of these free sessions is varylongmuir.com slash apply. I look forward to chatting with you guys soon. That's all for this week, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd super appreciate if you could leave a quick review over on iTunes. It really does help other people find the podcast too. Also, if you're listening on your phone, take a quick screen grab of this episode and share it on your Insta story. And don't forget to tag me. I'm at Very Longmuir. Thanks as always for listening. Do the small things and I'll talk to you next week.